Welcome to the Hacking Happy Podcast, a podcast designed to arm you with the tools and experiments that enable you to define happiness on your terms and inject more of it into each day. I'm your host, Penny Lacasso. I'm the world's first happiness hacker, and I have a bold mission, a mission to teach 10 million humans how to realize happiness on their terms by 2025. So if you're ready to ignite your self-belief and inject more of what makes you feel good into each day, let's get started. Hello, beautiful happiness hackers, and welcome to another episode of the Hacking Happy Podcast. How is 2022 serving you? What have you ticked off that you've wanted to do and you've already made it there and we're only halfway through the year what's left on your list of things to do I've been reflecting a little bit lately and thinking about the things that have happened so far for me this year and ticking off things that you know it's funny how when you start they feel big and overwhelming and then all of a sudden like with for example my psychology studies which have been a long dream of mine that I started thanks to COVID would never have happened without it. And all of a sudden, here I am, and I'm halfway through my grad dip. So, you know, it's funny when we sort of step aside from the overwhelm and just take action to make a start, how quickly progress can be made. The other thing that I've ticked off this year that I love sharing is this year was all about me getting stronger and healthier. I'm 47 this year and making sure that I am healthy is fundamental to my happiness and equally I don't want to get old and not be able to move. So I went back to lifting weights this year and I have just been astounded at the age that I'm at how again just taking that action and starting how quickly progress is made and I'm lifting weights that I've never lifted before I'm feeling stronger than I've ever felt before and like I say all of these little things that feel big and overwhelming all of a sudden you've made serious progress so I just wanted to throw that in there share kind of what I'm spending my time doing at the moment and just leave you with that little thought of Maybe now's the time to start something that you've longed for that feels massive. And as I say, just put aside the overwhelm and say, what one small step can I make towards that today? Because you might just find yourself waking up at Christmas time and the progress you've made blows you away and is something you're truly proud of. So let me step into something a little bit different. Uh, I'm doing a little happy dance at this end because... We've just reached 21,000 downloads of the Hacking Happy podcast. This podcast has never, ever been about numbers. I often say I would do this podcast if no one was listening because it is such a joyous thing to do. If I can impact just one life, have a conversation with just one person that is meaningful, that to me is what this podcast is all about. And I learn so much through the process of creating each and every podcast. And I have this beautiful outlet to share what I'm thinking about, what my clients are struggling with in the service of you. So this podcast 
is all about listening to what you need. It is about serving you. It is about giving back to those who long for a wholehearted, meaningful life with joy, presence and a sense of calm, but those who struggle with the how. To that end, I want to say a massive thank you. Thank you, beautiful human, for sharing your journey with me and for being a part of mine. Thank you for getting us to 21,000 listens. It's a milestone I never anticipated, but it's a beautiful one to reach. And I'm always grateful to acknowledge these moments with you. So let's kick off to what I'm thinking about today. I stumbled across a quote this week by an unknown, and it was, you will always attract what you believe you are worth. You will always attract what you believe you are worth. Wow. As soon as I read it, it struck a chord because this quote speaks so much to what I'm seeing in potential clients that have massive potential to start living these lives that they long for, but their self-worth stands between them and realizing happiness. So this quote got me thinking about how the self-worth of many of my coaching clients is when they first come to me and why that is. It also had me connecting with my own journey and how I have built my self-worth to a point where I get to attract this beautiful life that I find myself living. I wondered, what can I share that will be in the service of those who long to live their life, their days differently, but don't feel worthy or confident enough to just make a start. So here goes. I am a single mum of a son who plays or trains for soccer six days a week. I am an entrepreneur running my own business and funding myself and my son's lifestyle. I'm studying my grad dip in psychology I maintain a relationship with perhaps the most beautiful human outside of my son that I've ever met, my amazing boyfriend, David. I go to yoga four to five days a week. I lift weights three days a week. I walk my dog every day for an hour. I have Crohn's disease and I've had it for 30 years and I take no medication. I work by the beach for a week about every five weeks so I can spend quality time with my dad and my brother and I wake energized and excited each day and tell myself today is going to be a great day before my feet even hit the ground each morning. A big thanks to BJ Fogg, behavioral psychologist out of Stanford for that beautiful little hack and trust me, you might want to try it on, game changer. But here's the kicker. Now that you know all of this about me, I'm not busy. I think you can probably hear that in my voice. I'm not stressed. I am living life exactly how I love to live it. Majority of the time, I'm calm. This is my journey. I intentionally shaped it. I attracted it because I built the confidence to believe that I am worthy of it. Now, I'm not perfect. 
I'm not imposing my life on you or how I live it on you. Instead, I'm here today to share with you that you are worthy of the life you dream of. You are worthy of feeling energized by the day that lays ahead of you. You are worthy of feeling present, connected and calm. You are worthy of opportunities that extend beyond your dreams if you want them. But in order to believe you are worthy, you need to build a critical skill. And that skill is confidence. And like anything worth having, this is not a skill you can build in five minutes. It's not going to happen overnight. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a realist. I call it how it is. And I'm always going to tell you the truth when it comes to leading a wholehearted life. And you will know if you listen to me that it is a practice. It is challenging. It is hard work. But that is where the growth lies, my friend. My journey into a wholehearted life has taught me that if I don't believe in myself, no one else ever will. And the only way to start believing is through intentional action. So let's step into confidence. What is confidence and how do you use it to make progress into the next evolution of you? I like to think of confidence as the ability to design each day in alignment with how I want to feel and the life I want to live and have the courage to step into it, to create boundaries around it so that I can protect what it is that I want my life to look like. I want to know that I can step into it knowing that it may not be perfect, it may absolutely and it freaking will go pear-shaped, but the more I keep practicing, more I keep practicing my confidence, the more my days will look like the days I once dreamt of. If you're listening and saying to yourself, hell yes, that sounds like what I need, but I don't know where to start, well, let me serve you. Firstly, I want you to kick your hyper-masculine definition of confidence, the one that you've perhaps been socially shaped to believe, and I want you to start perhaps considering that confidence is not about being the loudest, boldest, bravest person in the room. I want you to consider that confidence might very well be making intentional choices and trusting that it will all work out, even if it doesn't work out in the way you envisaged. When I made an intentional choice to leave my corporate job at Shell of 16 years with no next job to go to, many of my peers shared their deep concern for my seemingly crazy choice. No one left Shell. It was safe. And no one left without a better opportunity. Now, I was scared. I had no idea where I was going to next. I certainly didn't know that I was going to be an entrepreneur. But deep in the pit of my stomach, there was this inner knowing that just kept bubbling up the more people told me I was crazy. The more they said it, the more I knew I had to do it. Now, I wonder if you've ever noticed this bubbling up of something inside that keeps coming up, an intuition that things could be different, but maybe you try to suppress it out of fear, fear that it might not work out. I wonder if that fear is what stands between you and taking action. Before I left Shell for years, I had thoughts of what it would be like to run my own business. Thoughts that I never shared with others because I never believed that I was worthy of that opportunity. 
I didn't think I had the skills. And the irony of those thoughts was that I had been running multi-million dollar businesses in Shell for years and yet still did not believe I was worthy or skilled enough to run my own business. Hey there, thought I'd just press pause for a moment and ask you a question. I wonder if like I used to, you use work as a form of escapism to avoid feelings that bubble under the surface and whisper to you constantly, this is not the life I want to live. But what if it doesn't have to be this way? What if I told you you could bounce out of bed feeling confident in your path because you know what action to take to feel aligned and in motion with the life you long for? If you'd like to do this year differently, shift gears into freedom mode, let your priorities drive your time, not the other way around, feel courageous and confident in uncertainty and holistically supported on the journey, Flourish Forward Coaching might be right for you. Go to flourishforwardcoaching.com to book a discovery call today. I also dreamt of being able to spend more quality time with my son because it became painfully, it's probably the best word I can use to describe it, painfully apparent that no matter how much money I earned or how much time I spent busy making for this future that I wanted him to have, the only, the only thing he ever wanted from me was my time and my attention. I dreamt of days where I could start my day when I wanted to how I wanted to, in the frame of mind that enabled me to be who I wanted to be with the people who mattered most to me. So I decided in that crazy moment of leaving Shell to stop dreaming and start doing. I visualised what the dream working day would look like. I wrote it down and then I started using it as a guide to give me confidence in the decisions that I made. Now, let me just cycle back. That was eight years ago now. And those people at Shell, who I all adore dearly because they are friends, they were great colleagues. I had some amazing people that I worked with there. Every single person that told me I was crazy, all of them have reached out to me since and asked me how I have created the life that I now have. And I always just find that the most beautiful and humbling experience. So many of them have become my biggest advocates and cheerleaders and supporters throughout this process and have reshaped the perspective that they shared with me when they told me I was crazy. And I now realize that those people were concerned for me. That crazy conversation didn't come from a place of wanting to hold me back. It came from a place of fear. My actions, me being confident and courageous and stepping into uncertainty made them feel very uncomfortable because it was triggering fears that perhaps that they had within them that they weren't quite aware of at that time. So let's talk about off the back of these dreams that I had, what my average day looks like now, eight years on. And like I say, it's not going to happen overnight, but progress. I don't start work till around 9am. And I often only work till 4.30 p.m. I start my day before the sun rises. I meditate. I study. I move my body. Most mornings I have breakfast with my son 
and we have the time to cuddle. We talk and we walk to school together with the dog when the weather permits. I turn my phone off for blocks of time during the day and do work that I love with people I love working with. And what's really interesting is I work less hours, but I'm having greater impact than I have ever had because I don't try and be all things to all people. I don't try and tick everything off a to-do list that's never going to end. I just focus on one or two really important things each day. And that has been a game changer. I take my son to soccer training every night that I have him. We eat dinner together every night that I have him. We always watch a little bit of TV together. At the moment, we're big fans of Superstore on Netflix. And we read together. We sometimes journal together. And I'm grateful for every fucking moment. Because I know that these moments are fleeting. He's on the cusp of teenagehood. And I want to make the most of now. This is the life I dreamt of. This is equally the life I designed through defining what the most confident version of me could look and act like and then stepping into it even though it felt uncomfortable, even though it didn't feel like I was as confident as I felt I should be. The old saying, fake it till you make it, which I absolutely despise, is absolutely true. The more you pretend or display the behaviours of confidence that you want to have, the more your subconscious starts to believe that you are confident and the more confident you become. I experimented. I failed many times over. I have been rejected heaps of times, cancelled, but I believed in me and I trusted time and I just kept going with this dream of shaping days that aligned to the life I wanted to live. It has taken years, as I mentioned, of investing in my confidence, but I am completely okay with that because the return, the return for me at the age of 46 is that I get to live a wholehearted life. Sorry, it makes me a bit teary to say this. I get to show up in the way I want to. I get to be the mother that I want to be for my son and I get to show him through my actions, through my behavior. I get to role model for him what it looks like to create a life that you love, that makes you happy. And we all know children are absolutely brilliant at watching what you do, not listening to what you say. So today I want to share with you two very simple practices that I have employed since almost the beginning of my journey into confidence, into building my self-worth. And these two little practices have been fundamental to attracting the life that I am worthy of. And I believe that they will support you in attracting whatever the life is that you, my friend, truly are worthy of. The first little practice is called 100 No's, and it is a cracker. So here's what you do. You write 100 No's on a piece of paper. Once you've written your 100 No's, your goal, so stick it somewhere visible where you will see it every day, your goal is to get out there and ask for all the things you've ever wanted but been too afraid to ask for. It could be anything, like maybe you have something you want to start and you'd like to work four days instead of five. It's having that hard conversation with your boss. Maybe it's reaching out to someone 
that you've admired. I did this the other day on Instagram. I reached out to a guy who I have been meditating with on Insight Timer for years, who I adore. I love his meditations. I've never met him. He's in Canada, halfway around the world. He's a renowned meditation teacher. It made me feel uncomfortable. But you know what? Here's what happened. He came back and he's going to be on the podcast soon. So 100 no's, write 100 no's, get out there and ask for no's. Now, the kicker of this little process, as you start asking for all the things that you've ever wanted but been too afraid to ask for, is that soon you will discover that not only do you get no's, but you end up getting more yeses than you ever anticipated. And some of those yeses are going to be game changers. They're going to be opportunities you never imagined possible. Because here's the thing, opportunity, building confidence, it is a numbers game. The more you put yourself out there, the more you make it known the way you want to live, how you want to live, what opportunities you want available to you, the more the universe starts giving you yeses. What ends up happening is you actually don't get to your hundred no's because the yeses start to come. So that's the first thing I want to challenge you with. There are so many opportunities that have come off the back of this for me. And the most recent one, which has been a seven-year in-the-works dream, I cannot tell you how hard I have worked towards this, is an amazing opportunity, again, where I asked for it more than once and I have been blown off more than once but the dream partner that I wanted to collaborate with around my psychometric on adaptability and the framework and the interventions that I have created and spent years working on has now come back and we are in the process of developing a pilot. They are an international giant in the land of consulting and they are very interested in integrating what I have created into their global AI platform and offering it as a product to their global corporate clients, which I cannot tell you, this is a dream that I didn't even think was possible. And yeah, it might not come off, but I wouldn't be where I am now having these conversations, running this pilot, if I hadn't asked for my hundred no's. The next little hack I want to give you is a little mantra I use at the end of every day, still to this day. I look in the mirror as I brush my teeth at the start and at the end of the day. And I say to myself, I am enough, that is enough, and I smile. I am enough, that is enough. This little gift starts to reshape that voice that so often beats you up at the end of the day for what you haven't done and instead turns that inner voice into your biggest cheerleader, your supporter. Because saying at the end of the day, I am enough, that is enough, it is a way of closing out the day saying, you are worthy, you are enough, and you are my friend. You are doing the best you can with what you've got where you're at. And far too often in my clients, in my prospective clients and coaching, I see so many people that are just so hard on themselves and so rarely acknowledge the progress they've made, the growth that they've had, and instead focus on all the things every day they don't get done. And all that does is create exhaustion 
and this fast track to burnout that I've done so many different conversations on this podcast about. So there you have it, two very simple ways to start to shape your confidence and your days differently. As William Hazlitt once said, as is our confidence, so is our capacity. I want to challenge you to grow your capacity because I know with absolute confidence that you, my friend, are capable of so much more happiness than what you realise. You are capable and worthy of the life that you dream of without the exhaustion, without the overwhelm and without the angst. I'm going to close out by inviting you to connect with me if you feel this is an area you would love to grow but also feel it may just be too much for you to be able to do it alone. Again, which is what most of my clients say. I know what I need to do. I know what the problem is. I've tried to fix it. I've spoken to friends, but I just can't make a shift alone. I'm here. It's exactly what I'm here for. That is the work that I love to do. So I'm going to drop in the show notes the link to book a free clarity call with me. Feel free to book any time that works for you. And let's have a conversation about how together we can start to build your confidence for you to step in and attract the life that you are worthy of. Have a beautiful rest of the week. Happiness looks good on you. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Hacking Happy podcast. If there was something that ignited a flame or sparked a thought within you from this conversation, please take a screenshot and share it on your preferred social media platform. Feel free to tag me in Hacking Happy Co or Penny Lacalso. Reviews are so important to reaching my goal of making 10 million beautiful humans just like yourself happier. So if you enjoyed your listen, please take a moment, leave a review and a rating on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until the next episode, remember, happiness looks good on you. Bye for now.